my gosh, you wow. want to talk about amazing. It's you guys, the Rock family of Asheville. Thank you so much for that honor. Yeah. Thank hey. you, Kirk. How many were with us Pastor last Kirk. year? Well, thank you for coming back. <laughs> that is really nice. How many don't have a clue who we are? That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Well, go ahead and have a seat. Thank you. And as you're doing that, I just, if you're here with your spouse tonight, I just want you to take a glance at them and let them know, I'm glad you're here. I'm yeah. glad you're here. If you're not, then find somebody around you and take a look at them and say, hey, I'm glad you're here. No tapping. I mean, like, look at them. <laughs> look them in the eye and let them know, I'm glad you're here. I tell you, we have been preparing for this <laughs> praying for this, knowing that God knows what you've been praying about. Isn't that, doesn't that bring you comfort to know that what God, you have personally been praying and asking God about, he knows. And even if we don't say exactly, specifically the answer, the Holy Spirit speaks beyond our words and speaks to your heart and just something, we'll be saying some words and he'll be saying a different word and he'll go, wow, thank you, Jesus. I have clarity. I have understanding. I have strategy. So I came in tonight just pumped. But now that last song, da 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 da, and I'm just like, oh what, my God. What was the, that? I don't know. It was my own version of it. But the piano, I'm sorry, but that really mellowed me out big time. <laughs> Doesn't anyone else feel the peace? Like, wow. That yeah, was... this, this is Audrey mellowed. You know <laughs> what I mean? I am mellowed right out. Right. <laughs> but um, I'm excited about what's going to happen tonight. Relationships are absolutely essential, just as Pastor Kirk shared with us. Relationships, is that's God's desire. And what he wants to do is heal broken relationships. And in fact, Jesus said, he says, this, for this purpose, I have come to heal the brokenhearted. And where do we ex experience a broken heart? In relationships. How many songs have we heard about that? And it's... <laughs> and it's Just shut up and dance with me. Yeah, okay, babe. <laughs> okay, babe. <laughs> But we have all experienced woundedness in relationships, and yet they are the most essential, and it's within relationships that you will experience your most healing. Relationships are absolutely key. They are God's design for us to live in healthy, right relationships. Just before coming up, I, I, I wrote something down just real quick, and I, I thought I'd read it because it might be a little easier. And it's simply this, just the idea that um, we have uh, the, the idea of sometimes people get afraid of falling into a deception, of taking it to one extreme or the other. But when love is your highest goal, I don't believe you'll ever f fall into either one of those extremes. A lot of times uh, in, in, in uh, the church currently, we have a lot of fear with regards to law and grace, you know, one extreme or the other. But I believe what it really is, the, 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 uh, the contention here is between legalism and relationships. And when we pursue 
an intimate, loving relationship, when that is our desired goal to walk with God in that way, you will not fall to one extreme or to the other. I believe relationships are absolutely key. It's not just a good idea, but it's where we truly find life, health, and love. In a loving, intimate relationship, if this is your driving factor in your walk with God, you will never twist truth and find yourself off track and caught in extremes. Let that be your highest goal. So tonight we're going to start and we're going to have a great day uh, tomorrow morning. I hope that you all come back. And if, 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 if you know people that missed this morning, make sure you invite them because they can come tomorrow and catch up real easy. Yeah, exactly. So tonight we have a lot to cover. Um, it's going to be kind of like you're in class. If you have notes to take notes, we're going to have a lot of things to teach tonight because we actually want to bring strategy. That was what our goal is for tonight. Last year, I don't know if you remember, but on Sunday morning we talked about the happiest people on earth all have one thing in common. Does anyone remember what all the happy people have in common? They're married. <laughs> Good answer. Wow. Boy, don't I wish that were true. Yeah. <laughs> if but that I were true, it. I'd be up without a job. <clears throat> I love your passion. Good. What do all happy people have in common? Peace. Peace. Thank you for remembering. Peace with God, peace with each other, peace with others, peace, peace, <laughs> peace with your story and your past and peace with your season. Mm -hmm. We inspired you because we have found out that peace, making that one of our highest goals. In fact, the scripture says, make it one of your highest goals to live at peace with everyone. That's just not a good idea. That's a prescription for a joy-filled mm. life. That is a prescription for a joy-filled life. And this morning, I've got to tell you, as we've been planning to come here for the last few weeks, when people say, where's the next place you're going? And when we say Asheville, you guys have got a reputation. I'm it's a good one. Th this is serious. This is it's serious. It's a good one. Everyone goes, you're going to the most beautiful place in the world. I said, I know. But you guys are actually known for that. I don't know if you know that, but if you Google best place in the world, it comes up, Asheville. Because when I said that, everyone said, wow, you get to go to Asheville. So we love it, love it, love it here. And we especially love our family here at The Rock. Um, but when we arrived last night, Bob went golfing this morning with Pastor Kirk. Yeah. Hi. L Lucky Bob. Yeah. He was not mediocre. Who? Philip. I mean, Kirk was not no. mediocre. Gosh, no. He was awesome. Very. How are you? I, I got to swing more than he did. <laughs> You know, if you're looking value, I got the you value. Got you know what I mean? I got a lot of value. You, you got but two he games. Paid. You got, you, you got yeah. two games for yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I, I posted something on Instagram because I, I took a divot that was so big, <laughs> Pastor Kirk just about twisted his ankle. <laughs> Honestly, it was that big. It was. It was sad. <laughs> so and he's like, he's like, are you going to hit that? And I'm like, no, I'll just pick it up. I'll, I'll, I'll go where you are, you know. 
But he's such a gracious person, very gracious. You, you got know? the best. Courtesies that are the I best. I would, I would, I'd hit the ball, and he'd say something like this, you know, it's really hard to get a good shot from that position. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So gracious, so gracious, yeah. <laughs> and one of Bob's favorite things is golfing, and he rarely gets a I chance. I really like it. Yeah. I don't know why after today. Okay. <laughs> it was that bad. And one of my favorite things is taking walks in nature by myself. And the, my favorite place to take a walk in nature by myself is in the woods. And so as soon as he left for the golf, I went and found some woods, and I found a little bench. I had time with Jesus, and I found the scripture that I had never found before in the book of Proverbs. It was 12:20 in the Passion Translation. I don't know if any of you heard of the Passion Translation, but it says, those who plan for peace are filled with joy. Did you know that you have to, key, two key words I want to concentrate on here, those who plan for peace. Sometimes we hope peace will just come to us or that we'll just accidentally run into it or get it by default. But I think as wise ones and believers in Jesus, we get to plan for peace and then we will be filled with joy. Can anyone imagine what filled is? How much is filled? Like imagine something getting filled up. How full is it? It's full. That's what we get to be, is full of joy when we plan for peace. So tonight we're going to be talking about how to effectively walk in love. Is that all right? Okay. And uh, we, we have a, a, a brand new ebook uh, that we'll, we'll tell you about, and this is kind of what this evening's message is based on. And there are just some real key principles that we have just discovered that we've been yeah. uh, living out in our family and in our marriage, and they have just really, really helped in relationship. And, and relationships, you know, they are tricky. <laughs> they are. <laughs> They're tricky sometimes. Or is it just us? <laughs> and, and the whole thing is, is that when we first got married, we really thought we were the same. We liked the same things. We, 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 we did liked, everything. We both liked kissing. Yes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that was important. <laughs> but we, we, we've, we believed that we were so much alike. We have now been married 33 years, and we are so different from each other. <laughs> And I think that's what happens a lot of times in marriages is that they, they, they get connected and they feel as though that they're so alike and then all of a sudden they find out how uniquely different they are from each other and then they're like, I guess we're not in love anymore. No, you're just different. That, you know, it's simply that way. And the scripture says, and the two shall become one. And if over the years we've discovered now how different we are and, and far apart we are, I guess we're not one. I guess we weren't meant for one another. You see, but um, oneness does not mean sameness. If Audrey and I were the same, then one of us is unnecessary. And but we, we, what we discover and this is a big part of our weekend together, is that I want you to discover what a great gift you are and what a great gift 
the relationships we experience, they are to us. Even though we might have conflict, even though we might be different from each other, recognize I'm a gift, but also you are a gift to me. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to and very, I'm such a practical person. And speaking of different, Bob and I work together. And as far as I'm concerned, if we've crossed things out on the list and gotten them done and gotten them done fast, we are rocking, <laughs> getting it done. And Bob has this thing about he likes to do things well. <laughs> no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me rephrase that. He actually likes to do them quite perfect and right. Not just, his two worst favorite words is good enough. He's like, oh, don't ever say good enough. That's like Bob's worst scenario is good enough. But I'm like, but we got it done in five minutes. <laughs> you see how that's different? But then I'll have to go back and fix it later because now, it was good enough. But can you see how in our extreme difference, how we work together, can you see what a gift we are? Because I make sure we get things done with a timeline and get it done, and then he fixes it and makes it perfect. It's like, <laughs> this is amazing, but it could make us hate each other. So you guys get the point. Okay, so that, what we have found is that in our differences, we have found that in a perfect, harmonious relationship, I sing my note really well, and he sings his note, musical note really well, and then together, and I'm not trying to make him sing my note, and he's trying not to make me sing his note, because anyone who's a musician knows that you'll end up somewhere in the middle, and it will not sound good. Okay, so there, that's where we're going tonight. So one of the most effective ways that you can walk in love, are you ready for this? Is to understand yourself and understand others through knowing your communication goals. And that's really what we're talking about tonight. Good. Did how, you know that you have a communication goal? You do. How many, how many know your communication goal? Well, you, by the end of the time you walk out of here, you're going to know. All right. All right. You ready? I am ready. All right. Go for it. There are four communication goals. Are we, are, do we have slates for this, or are you not ready for that? Uh, let's, yeah, let's we, go we, ahead. We've this never thing. used these screen thingies, so <laughs> we, we, we'll see if they work. Okay. There. Okay. Okay, so there it is. You have a goal in your communication. This is not a goal in life. This is your goal in communicating. Every day when you wake up in the morning, you have an invisible goal to either feel liked or be right or feel in control or feel safe. How many want all four? Of course we do. Of course. We all love the, all four of those. However, believe it or not, it's an invisible goal that you have that's powerful. It's, it's, it's part of who you are, that you're going to want one of those things way more than the others. It tends to be more of a default that we're set to. And there is not one that is more correct or right than the other. Okay, it's not or that better. I, or, or to be better or anything. There's, there is not a right or wrong answer in these, but what you, we want to help you understand is that you have a communication goal as well as the individual that you're trying to connect with. They have a communication goal as well. And so what I'd like you to do is to look at that list because 
I, just, I want you to start thinking about this. This is going to be the class part. We're going to go through a few different slides, but I want you to look at that list again and say, which one would I want so much that I would sacrifice the other ones in order to get that one? That's how you're going to find out so which one So you'll write down the four of them. Yeah. Like, write, in control, and write save. Write this down. Use your phones. Go I ahead. want you guys to know the order of what's most important And then important if you do not you. know what your first one would be, the question then to ask is, which of these would I be willing to sacrifice in order to feel liked, right, in control, or safe? To help you a little bit more, what we're going to do is we're going to show you the next slide, and we're going to talk about Bob and Audrey. Okay, believe it or not, we are very different. Okay, there we go. This is the list in order of how Bob and I feel. I know that I know that liked is my first goal because when I'm in a conversation with you and you seem to know something more factual about something, but deep down I'm like, you know, I know different. Like we're talking about something and I'm like, I know that that's not a fact, but I want you to like me so there's no way I'll correct you. I'm like, sure, like you can believe that. <laughs> like I don't care. I am not going to tell you what I think. And for me, my number one tends to be right. So you would say something. So I would say something. So for instance, today, <laughs> I was on a golf course. And I heard the words amazing and awesome after one of my shots. Right. That's unheard of. It was a part of three and I actually had a good shot. And we got down there, and Pastor Kirk and I, honestly, I think mine was closer to the pin. <laughs> but I let it go. <laughs> I would have had the tendency to pace it out and say, you know, and make a joke of it, absolutely. However, really however, right. because that kind of tends to be my default. It's like, no, no, I think I'm a little closer. <laughs> Give me one shot today, just one. <laughs> but when it came to putting, he says, uh, Bob, I think you're a little out, further out than me. No problem. But that's, that's learned, honey. But he birdied it. He did. He birdied the par three, wow. and so, which I did not. Yeah. So. But anyway, but you see, I tend to be more in that right category uh, than Audrey. So then I won't even tell the truth sometimes. Like if we're having a conversation and we're in conflict. I know. It's a problem. <laughs> and I just let him be right. I go, sure, let's do it your way. Like I just want you to like me and I want to make this all nice and fun usually fun is my number one communication goal liked and fun it's not on there but that would be me okay so we want to have fun so if i don't have to be right i don't care <laughs> but meanwhile i have something else going on okay. inside we got to move on okay. a little faster okay okay um in control that's when um <laughs> that's a strong one in both of us you mean you can see that with us? Do you see the second how this might bring a little bit yeah, of conflict? Really that we're this, we're, we're the, with the liked and right, we kind of let each other have our thing. Mm -hmm. But in control, we both want to be in control. Me and Bob both want to be in control. We want to make sure we have the list and are doing it our way. And, you know, yeah. I like to do things my way and I get what I want. I know how to get what I want. And so, but knowing our communication goal, now I'm able to defer to her 
and she as well is able to defer to me. Now that we and know so that. there are certain things, you know, that you just kind of create an agreement on. We'll do it your way and then you'll do it my way. And as you can see, the last one for both of us is to feel safe. So in other words, we really We're both, dangerous. Wherever there, okay. Wherever, in other words, we need a voice of reasoning. We can talk each other into anything. anything. <laughs> okay. So, so when Let's you... Let's do this. Sure. Okay. <laughs> what could go wrong? Not, <laughs> okay. not a safe bone in our bodies. Okay. Like, we don't need to take pills. We don't need to go to the doctor ever. Like, that's yeah. kind of how we are. Our kids think we're insane. And, and so also Our then, poor children. Uh, yes, exactly. They're, they are alive. Yeah. And... Uh, but for me, I just want to go through my list there. I have the right, the in control, and then my liked. You see, my like tends to be a little lower, meaning I would rather be right than liked. I would rather be in control than be liked. In other words, if you don't like me, that's your problem. <laughs> because I'm right and I'm in control. You see what I'm saying? So this is how you begin to work this through for yourself in discovering what would be you know, uh, a priority for me. Let's go to the next slide. Okay, so don't just, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so when we're helping other people and teaching them their goals, look at, okay, you know, look at these, these two people. Now, this doesn't have to be a married couple, but in this instance, it is a married couple. They were wondering why there was so much conflict in their marriage. When they wrote out their communication goals, this is what they showed us that day. They found out that she was extremely safe, okay? And that was uh, uh, no very, very evident yes. in their communication styles, mm -hmm. also in their parenting styles. And then he, safe, was at the bottom. And so she felt, you know, almost overwhelmed because there was no safety, because there was, there was no real consistency. And, and, and when it came to parenting as well he's like hey i'm taking the kids out for a bike ride you know and he's like and she's like do they have their helmet and it's just like, like helmet. who cares like the let helmet, the kids you know? live like ha like have a life without the helmet okay. right okay okay every child needs a helmet okay okay there we go okay <laughs> for some people yes for some people okay. <laughs> Safe I mean, what, is low for we us. never wore seatbelts until the car started going beep 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 now we do because the car right. yells at us okay the next one <laughs> this one. Now, this is where it hit home, and this is the reason we started writing this book. I have a, one daughter and three sons, and my one daughter, she's 28 now, but two years ago, something happened in our relationship. We've always have, if you were to meet Janelle, you would think she's exactly like me. She's loud, she's fun, she's vivacious, she's, you know, sweet, fun girl. However, there's always been this disconnect where we just don't quite connect with each other and she gets so frustrated with me like she just sometimes doesn't have tolerance for me and then she gets mad and then I don't feel like she likes me so then I don't have tolerance for her and it's been happening since she was a little teeny tiny girl and so we were on a girl's trip a couple years ago and a girl's trip now let me let me jump in Janelle is now 28 years old and this is about, you know, a year or so ago, so 27. I mean, this has been a cycle in our household, you know, for more than 25 years. And it's unidentified. And it, was, and it has always been a problem whenever the family got together. Uh, you know, it created a whole lot of family dynamics. 
And Audrey would be in tears. You know, how come Janelle doesn't like me? Right. <laughs> and uh, and and it was I'm it was a honest. real real problem because families. she would continue to do anything and everything to please Janelle to make to her to like her, me to get her She's to like my own her daughter. I want her to like you know. And me. it's just like how 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 much you know sweetness can I give? Yes. And so and it, she was like, how much sweetness can I take? Yeah. You know. So so anyway, it was a problem. It was the problem we got through the teenage years but now we're 27 and I decided to take her on a girl's trip mom and daughter mom and daughter so my best friend and our daughters went on this girl trip doesn't happen very often I am ready to have a good time I mean this is my time away this is going to be fun so I am on my I am on like my hyper crazy I'll do anything for a good time oh do you want me to take my clothes off I mean not that bad but you know what I mean like anything to be stupid or you know what I'm saying just crazy like this is our fun time we didn't break the law or sin okay so don't get worried it's not like that I did keep my clothes on I'm just give, making a point so like I was dancing in public and doing all this stuff okay okay we're running out of time you get the point we yes. got home we got to the hotel that night and we had all had fun all day and we were all getting to bed we're all sharing a hotel room and all of a sudden out of nowhere Janelle just rises up and starts yelling at everybody storms out of the room and I went I was just mortified embarrassed to the max that my daughter would bring this you know that awkward heavy like oh my gosh now what do we do like it's just a terrible feeling Usually, I would have just, I don't know, cried or prayed, but the Lord is teaching me that I need to face my fears with courage, and I'm helping all these other relationships, so I followed her out the door, and we, for, for the first time, I told her how I was experiencing her and how she made me feel when she does this. I said, you know what, Janelle, when you do that, I am so embarrassed because I want all these people to like me, and this is highly embarrassing. And she says, you know what, Mom? When you make a fool out of yourself just to have a good time, to make everyone like you, it really bugs me because you are a wise, amazing woman, and no one knows because you're always having fun, but that's not the real you. You're not being true to yourself. You're making a fool out of yourself, and you are not a fool, Mom, so I don't appreciate how you're representing yourself in this world. I was like, whoa. Okay, we had our first real honest talk in our whole life. And we got to the fact, and then we figured out what communication goals were. And Bob and I created these lists because we found out that Janelle's number one is to be in control, but her last one was my first one. Whenever you have a last and a first together, you're gonna communicate completely differently. But since we have figured this out, we understand each other. So we have this incredible bond like we've never had before just because I'm gonna let her be her because that's how she's loving me. And I'm gonna be, and now we immediately notice what's going on. You, do, do, do you see how that works? Are you guys getting this? Do you, have you figured out your communication goals yet? How many, number one is to be liked? How many, number one, is to be right? How many in controls? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and how many to be safe? You know what's super cool? It generally, it's, it's evenly distributed. That means that every family will have what we call dynamics. And if you can write these out with everybody, then you can really understand the dynamics. One more, and we'll just go on yep. from there. 
Oh yeah, Ashley and Mark. <laughs> These are real life couples that we're helping through personal consulting and counseling. But the names have changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you look at this, you realize that these people are gonna have the same problem as me and Janelle had, but it's gonna be on steroids because they're, they're actually like a crisscross. That does not mean they're incompatible. It means that they are gonna learn how to honor each other and learn how to walk in love. And you know what, it's amazing when you feel understood how much you can walk in love. Most of relationship conflict, you know, things that create fights, things that will keep a fight going, is simply someone is feeling misunderstood. Or they have a sense that they haven't yet been heard yet. And, and it just keeps it going until, hey, I just need you to hear me. What I'm really trying to do is connect with you, but you're not hearing me. And so that is what drives so much conflict and friction in relationships. So when you begin to discover your communication goals with each other, then it's, then it's like, you know, this couple here. Okay, so what I need to do is I need to hear about, you know, what, what makes it so important for you to feel that it needs to be right, okay? Then the other person needs to hear, so this is really important for you, you know, to be liked in this situation, and being right really isn't that big of a deal. No, it really isn't. And so this, this just begins to allow you as friends, in relationships, in marriages, in your parenting, to be able to, again, use a tool to better connect with one another. Now, what we did is, you can go to the next slide, yeah. is that we have written this free ebook that you can download tonight. It's completely free. But what it says is, okay, so it goes through every communication goal. If you want to be liked, these are your greatest fears. These are your blind spots. These are listed in this book of how you're going to experience other people and what you, how you feel most understood. So not only is it great for you to read this book so you can understand yourself, but then now you can understand others and all of a sudden say oh I love Bob best by doing this Bob feels most loved when those in control feel most loved when and probably there's a whole chapter about blind spots the things that we don't know about ourselves how other people are experiencing us but then the last whole chapter of this book is um, God's letter to you I we just really felt that God wants to write a letter to you to celebrate who you are and it's in your language as a person who likes to be liked. It's in your language of a person who likes to be right or in control or safe. And so it's a prayer for you that you can hear because the, God created you so uniquely and yet so special. You are a gift. And, and what we want in relationship, what we really want to do is connect. In a marriage, what we really want to do is be intimate with one another. Mm -hmm. And intimacy is to be fully known and to be fully loved. That's true intimacy. And so to be intimate with God is, God, I want you to know me. And God, I want to be loved by you. God, I want to know you and I want to love you. So to be fully known and to be fully loved. So better understanding your communication goals will really help you in that way. So I encourage you, you get the ebook, 
download it, there's far more material within it than what we're able to share with you tonight. Now, in these last few minutes before we go, what we want to do is give you five keys, five power keys in, in, uh, to be rooted in love. And then we have homework for you till tomorrow night, for, for till tomorrow morning. Okay, yes. so let me read this real quick. And we oh, lost an arm. I know, sweetie, you can still wear it. Okay. <laughs> That's very hard for you. <laughs> I sat on it during worship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Things happen when she sits on it. <laughs> for the reading of God's word. Come on, people, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it's really hard to take you serious, you know what I mean? Do you still like me? I, I love you, baby. But this ain't right. All right. All right, listen to this. This is out of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. You it can't says, make this stuff and up. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will give you mighty inner strength through his Holy Spirit. And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts as you trust in him. Listen to this. May your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love really is. May you experience, everyone say experience. Experience. May you experience Woo! the love of Christ, though it is so great, you will never fully understand it. Then you will be filled with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. I want you to be deeply rooted. Everyone say deeply rooted. Deeply Th rooted. I, I mean, deeply rooted in the soil of God's marvelous love. When you know to the fullest extent how wide, how high, how deep, how what his love really is. You see, that is where you experience real peace. That is when your life is then full of joy. His love, in order to be one that is loving, you must be one that is experiencing love. And too often we're looking for others to give us what only God can. Now, Audrey is my number one contributor in my, in, 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 in my world in my human relationship. However, she is not my source of love. And any time that I look to somebody else to be a source for me, then I'm a user in that relationship. You see, I want you tonight to begin to be uprooted out of a spirit of fear and transplanted into the soil of God's marvelous love. Okay? Good. So let's do these real quick. You go ahead. Okay. The, the, the five power keys of being rooted in love is this. Number one is make love your highest goal. So what we have to do here is we, we combat between control versus trust. As we learn our communication goal, what we want to do is not control, but rather begin to learn what trust really is. This is experiencing love. Number two, what you want to do is learn to sing your song. 
okay? As you're developing your communication goal, what I want you to do is I want you to know your song. Because you know what I feel even tonight as we were doing this, some of you are going, man, I wish I had a different one. Like, I wish I was more like that person or, oh, I hate that I'm that one. And it's like, you know what? When the Lord designed you, when he dreamed you up, he thought, I wonder when I'm going to put this one on earth at the perfect time. But you came out with a song to sing, and it doesn't sound like anyone else's song. And he made sure you had the right communication goal to sing your song. And your song is important for the people around you. Your song needs to be sung. Your song is your destiny. Your song, don't please don't be mad if other people don't sing your song. Because it was yours to sing. That was your song, and sometimes we want to sing our song, and it's so passionate for us, we're wondering why other people aren't singing our song. Like for me, even just to be liked, and that's how I express love, I would get mad at Janelle, why can't you love like I love? Because she has her song, and if she beautifully sings her song for her destiny, and I sing my song for my destiny, we're going to create harmony in this world, and God is going to orchestrate a symphony, and you are part of it. So please don't try and sing someone else's song. And don't compare yourself with someone else's song, because that will rob you immediately of your destiny and the reason you were put on earth. This was not about, there is no, we are not influenced by the world's priorities. We are knowing our relationship with Jesus is everything. And in my rightness, I really couldn't trust myself. And I couldn't even trust my relationship with God. So I was always trying to sing somebody else's song. I wanted somebody else's anointing. I wanted somebody else's gifting. I wanted to be like them. I, I just want you to begin to recognize how beautifully and wonderfully you made you are. Number three, rather than criticize, one another what i want you to do is begin to cherish one another rather than criticizing each other what i want you to do is begin to cherish and cherish carries with it this is a beautiful definition it's hopeful ambition hopeful ambition when you cherish the other person you have a hopeful Ambition is your mindset towards them. Number four, what you want to do is you want to serve with humility. Serve with humility. And then number five, rather than compete, what you want to create is a win-win scenario every single time. A great question to begin to ask yourself is this, how are others experiencing me? So we really have three things that we'd oh, like okay. you to do. They're on this okay. list. Go ahead and we'll go through these really fast and we've got to finish this up for tonight. We're going to be continuing a lot of love lessons tomorrow that we have planned. But if, um, I think I have some of the lists. Do I have those up there? Oh, yeah. The, there's a three-step application to tonight's message. First of all, download that book because you can read it all in a night. It's like 50 pages long and you'll really appreciate that. But number one, write out your declaration of how you want to communicate and how you want to honor each other and walk in love. And when you write it out in handwriting, something happens. It becomes a goal. They say 46% of more people accomplish something when they actually write it down in handwriting. Write out how do you want other people and to experience And that's the next one, number you. two. Go okay. ahead. Number two. Yeah, how are people around me experiencing me? Good. It's a big question. 
big, big question. My, mine was, <laughs> you're scary. And it was just like, well, so? <laughs> you know, but then all of a sudden I began to realize that I was missing out on relationships. So how are people experiencing you? Number three. Write out your communication mission statement and finish the sentence, this is how I want others to feel when I communicate. So before you ever start a conversation, you're gonna ask that question, how do I want that person to leave this experience that they've just had with me or this conversation? Do I want them to feel loved and valued? If so, then I'm gonna really make that my mission statement whenever I communicate, I wanna effectively walk in love. Especially long before you ever even enter a difficult conversation. You need to begin to have a communication um, uh, mission statement that whenever I'm in a conversation with someone, I don't know what yours might be, but basically you want them to feel better about themselves. You don't want to belittle them, you want to make them feel bigger. You know, so the question is, is not only how am I experienced, but before I even have a conversation with you, my communication goal is that love is going to be my highest goal. Therefore, I'm going to hold you with high regard. You're special. You're honored. You see, because God loves me and he highly valued me. And even though we're so different from each other, I can learn to honor you and understand you in a way that in I never understood. And I, I understand you more than I ever thank did. You. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for everyone here. Lord, I pray that you will bring wisdom and hope that they can really accomplish no, not even just accomplish, but that they will sing their song. Lord, I pray that the song that each one of these precious children of yours were meant to sing, that'll start to rise up. We yeah. ignite that song that's in everyone's heart to sing. Just even that thought. I have a song. Father, I just really pray, you know, just by your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, just counsel. Just bring a new release, recognizing I have a song to sing, and yes. I can sing in harmony with others. Yes. I don't have to sing their song, and they don't have to sing mine. But when love is my motivation, I have no need to fear. Thank you. So Jesus, I root myself deeply rooted in the soil of your marvelous love. Let me experience that love that I would be a giver of your love to this world. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.